Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Gottfried Boafu. Thank you for joining us. Today, we talk about Tigray, the northernmost region of Ethiopia. It is in the news because it's embroiled in a year-long war with the Ethiopian state forces after a political power struggle. There are calls for Ethiopia to be investigated for genocide after the latest round of attacks by Ethiopia on Tigray. The war has also left many Tigrayans on the brink of starvation. Our guest is Mnet Negash, a PhD student at Ghent University and assistant professor at Michele University. Mnet starts by taking us through his experience and a little about himself. My name is uh, Mnet Nagash. I'm currently a PhD student at Ghent University here in Belgium. And I am also an assistant professor at uh, Makale University in Tigray. And before then, I have been working for Tigray Bureau of Agriculture and Rural Development. And my research interest is basically on the climate, hydrology, and uh, the farming systems. And uh, I'm currently also involved in monitoring the, the humanitarian catastrophes in Tigray together with my colleagues here at Ghent University and back home at Magali University as well. And you're originally from Tigray? Yes, I am originally from Tigray and I left Tigray in uh, October 2020. That's a month before the war started. Can you describe the landscape in Tigray to a person who has never been there? Tigray is a mountainous area located in the northern Ethiopia that's uh, quite close to the Red Sea. We have a lot of ups and downs and the land is uh, fragmented with a land holding size of uh, not more than one hectare per household. And nowadays it would even go be less than that. The topographic variability allows the farmers to grow diversified crops, including uh, maize, teff, barley, wheat, millet, and several other crops and very much diversified uh, farming systems, which is basically subsistence in the highland areas with cash crop in the western and northwestern part, and you have uh, commercial farming. And is it very dry there? Well, I would call it an arid and semi-arid environment. It's a bit dry and but then uh, the farmers know how to manage their lands and how to survive. They have this indigenous knowledge. They have been practicing this subsistence agriculture for the last uh, 3,000 years. So what was the situation for farmers like before the war began? There have been semi-blockade kind of thing from the Ethiopian government side. So Ethiopia is in a federal government setup. And the regions, they receive rations of uh, budget from the federal government. And uh, Tigray as a region was denied um, the budget for last year. And uh, that was already a blockade. And there were uh, restrictions in travel for investment and all that. That was a semi-blockade. And then there was the desert locusts which uh, later destroyed about 25 to 30% of the crop production from last year. We needed chemicals instruments to, to fight against this, uh, this locust infestation. And these instruments and the chemicals were prevented from entering Tigray. Okay, so tell us what research you and your colleagues have been doing since the conflict in Tigray started a year ago. So the team of us here at Ghent University, we are trying to monitor the humanitarian situation in Tigray since the war started. And uh, so far we have about four and five publications, uh, including the Tigray Atlas of the Humanitarian Situation, where we have about uh, 25 maps showing different circumstances in Tigray, from the farming systems, the landscape itself, the civilian atrocities, the territorial control, and, in, and then the aid blockade. And we also have um, 
separate papers covering on how the war affected uh, the farming systems. And what are some of the findings of your research? So uh, normally, on average, we have uh, 100 days of uh, growing period, uh, basically for extending from June to September. And But the, the war has delayed uh, the start of uh, the growing period and farmers were not able to plow their lands before June. And they only started at the end of uh, June and starting of July. And they were not able to plant crops that were supposed to be planted before then, which includes maize, which is a lean season crop that matures early and uh, they would uh, eat early in September. We could see that it was largely delayed and that farmers were prevented from accessing their farmlands. We could see that from satellite image, and, um, but we could also verify that uh, based on telephone interviews with key informants from several parts of Tigray. We also looked into how the land is prepared and how the crops are progressing later in August. And our finding is that about 20 to 30 percent of the land was left fallow, where, which is literally means the land remains uh, unplowed. And in, uh, if you compare it to previous years, the fallow size was uh, only limited to only 5 percent. So uh, now that we have uh, 20 to 30 percent of the land followed means uh, the farmers are um, not able to plow their lands mainly because uh, they were either uh, denied access to their land, or maybe that their farm equipments and their oxen were either killed or looted, or maybe the farmer himself has been killed. And the other frightening finding we have is that uh, only 20 to 50 percent of the land is expected to produce reasonable yields, which literally means 50 to 80 percent of the land is uh, not producing almost anything which is quite frightening. What other challenges do farmers have to get enough food to eat? This year, it's not only that uh, the war has affected the farming systems and they were prevented access to their farmlands and the production is expected to decline. Uh, but then again, we have uh, this desert locust coming up and we are uh, expecting only 20 to 50 percent of the land to produce reasonable crops and this 20 to 50 percent is again being threatened by the desert uh, uh, swarms that are already in the ground and also expected to increase in their uh, infestation in the coming days and months. And we also have the blockade again. About 100 trucks of uh, food aid are, was expected to reach Tigray, but then this is not happening. From where you sit with the limited information, can you say whether they are experiencing famine? The UN and also the USAID has already estimated that uh, about 400,000 up to 900,000 people are already experiencing famine, which literally means about uh, 425 and 1,200 uh, people are already estimated to be dying from starvation. But if you look from the ground, we hear again reports of uh, 150 and 200 people dying uh, in each locality. Famine is, does not only directly kill you, but uh, it also increases uh, the chance of people dying from simple sickness. And uh, you can imagine the number of children mainly uh, dying from uh, diseases like diarrhea, the healthcare facilities has been largely destroyed and people are easily exposed to die from uh, simple sickness and this uh, increase the death toll uh, in addition to the to the famine as well 
Oh, okay, Emnet, let me just ask this. With the situation that you've described for us, how difficult is it to find out what's really going on? It's difficult to discover what is happening there. Uh, what we have documented so far is uh, a tip of the iceberg. The blockade is not only the humanitarian blockade, but also interruption of uh, public services. There is no media, there is no telephone, there is no internet, there is no electricity, and transportation is also not possible. We don't even know if our families are alive. What do you think may happen next then? Unless this blockade is uh, ended, the farmers have been trying their best to manage their land. And so far, with the ongoing farming situation, they have been eating any leaves possible. They have the indigenous knowledge to, to identify which leaves can be eaten and cannot be. But now, the rainy season has ended and it's the dry season has started already in Tigray. And that uh, I am afraid there will not be any possible leaves remaining for the farmers or for, for the people to eat. And that's really frightening. And this what I'm mentioning is about the rural population. And if you come to the urban areas where we have uh, the population basically reliant on uh, non-farming activities, and people have not been receiving salaries since the war started for some cases. And if they even have had uh, savings and the banks are closed and they don't access their money in the bank. And so uh, people are without salaries and they cannot pay their house rents and they cannot buy foods. So you can imagine life of these people unless this blockade is ended in one or another way. This famine is going to be in another level and there are not going to be any leaves to be eaten available anymore in the future. Amna, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing your thoughts on the situation in Tigray. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Pasha. Produced by Gemma Ware and Ozer Patel. From me, Godfred Boafu. Bye for now.